0: what's going on guys and welcome to totally blitzed podcast the fight club edition today we're recapping two sports we're talking boxing and ufc that happened over the weekend but before we introduce our host what you need to do is go down like this video subscribe to the channel and if you're listening to the podcast man uh, hop onto youtube and watch us bro come join your favorite podcast and watch us live but let's get into it I'm Paul Picklewin, I'm Concha, the Kush Kanye Sewell, and I'm here to talk my shit. And I'm joined with,
1: hey man, you already know, boy, it's that boy, little KK, AK the Dom Pye, AK that nigga on the motherfucking screen. Hey, and if you gonna call Bam Mermaid Man, then I'm motherfucking Barnacle Boy. You feel me? That's how I'm Ooh, here. That's a- episodes, You feel me?
2: Yes, sir. Okay, what's up, boys? It's PT. You already know, man. We got two and f- two for one today. Boxing. Go,
0: you know what Publix is,
2: right? Yes, sir. Shit, hey,
0: you
1: better one... pay. You better pay with a light. Like, <laughs>
0: <motherfucker>. Florida. Oh. <laughs> which one y'all? Which one y'all want to hop in first? Or <clears throat> boxing, boxing, <laughs> box. yeah. Gotta talk.
1: Gotta talk the fades,
0: man.
2: No fucking.
0: Shit, do you should go. We had uh, the, the main event – I mean, the, the main card that saw three belt holders um, put their shit up on the line. We had Jesse Bam Bam Rodriguez versus Sissacat cat Soar, Rung Basai, N.J. Aqua look at Paul practicing. Versus Ronnie Rios and Jessica killer versus Ama Albara. Which one, which one do y'all want to – what do y'all want to talk first? you want to go – Hey, over? I,
2: bro, I ain't going to lie, man. Talking my shit. Home girl came out. Fum, 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 fum. You that's seen that.
1: Stuff. You seen that. Yeah,
2: I was like, damn, man. What the fuck? I was crazy. I was like, okay, she probably fucking watched the podcast, heard me talking shit, and came out going
0: fed. Told you, bro, she a fucking brawler, right? <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I
2: that's what I peed off, bro. She didn't even was looking up, but I mean she did it in a smart way because she was still kind of like weaving shots from what I seen, but
0: undisputed for a reason bro. like this was a stay busy fight i i took the i was shocked because all the like she was the favorite of course mccaskill was but it was like plus 500 for her to win by knockout because i guess her last few fights all been like decision but her last few fights were the people she was taking the belts from and this fight was a stay busy fight against another mexican brawler who ain't gonna bob and weed shit i was like oh she's just gonna Fucking murder! Give me that plus five hundred. And bitch, that cast. she really
2: did murder her bitch. They didn't even come up off the stool.
0: No, was it? Uh, what did I say? No more. No mas. No mas.
1: No mas. <laughs> I, I I always I always feel for those people, right? Because like I know they wanted to get, up, but like
2: no, they didn't.
1: So they chose not to go <laughs> down, but like they didn't get back up. Like that's always that's always the toughest situation in my head because like whose idea was it? Who was the one that said, "Yeah, I'm not, I'm done"? Like, is it the fighter? Is it the fighter most of the time? I think in I think in a
2: moment like that where she was in the corner, I think it was the fighter. I feel feel like has to
1: be the fighter because the coach would have thrown the towel.
2: And it was early; it wasn't like she was taking so much punishment, like for round, hella rounds, like. It's, I, it, feel like was,
0: I think I, it's the fighter, because I think you you can see, like, when the fighter wants to fight, they're standing back up, they fucking, they're engaged, and the, the coach is telling the trainer, no gone.
2: Not,
0: the Yeah, you can don't tell the body him. language, but when her body language was just, I was going to sit here, and, like, she kind of got her parent, like, hey, coach, can you tell him I'm done? And then, and then <laughs> like, after the, the coach, the, the trainer, let him know that my fighter's done for the night. We, we uh, I, personally, I've never been in the ring, so I can't talk shit, but I would go out there for that fourth round. That first punch land. I'm, I'm going down. I'm, I'm taking it like that. I'm like, oh yeah. At I least taking me. Yeah, I got knocked out. Like <laughs> I got knocked out. Yeah. I look at like
1: because like it's not quitting in my eyes because I feel like you just understood you were defeated because like there's like in wrestling because in wrestling you can get pinned and like there's a lot of good guys. That I've never seen get pinned, even get put on their back in their life, but they'll get pinned. They'll get pinned at the state championships because they'll look over, it's 30 seconds left. They're down by three. And like, they're down by three. And this person is not get, letting them get off of nothing. So like, they're getting pinned and they're crying. Like, I've seen that shit all the time. So like, that's how I, that's how I feel for her. Cause I'm just sitting here looking like, I am, damn, Kev. Just, you didn't lose, but you just sat down and was just like, I'm not, I'm, I'm, you didn't, you didn't get, you didn't go down. 10 stay strong. You stayed up. But it was just like, there's, I'm, there's no point in me being here anymore. Like you realized <laughs> you were defeated. Like, it's tough. But what you was going to say, Paul?
0: I just say, damn, because that wrestling story, bro, you sound like you're watching fucking 16 year old kids spirit get crushed in front of you. With this fucking- oh,
1: all the time. <laughs>
0: tears is- all
1: the time. Listening <laughs> is, listening is a terrible sport for your mental. You're not tough. That should keep you alive, cause I've Yeah, seen, when I, 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 I be seeing hella little kids. As
2: soon as they raise one arm, the other one tears come out instantly. They fucking. Yeah, that's crushed.
1: just tough. because, like, wrestling's one of the few sports where, like, it's technique. Like, you just like it's not like it's he can be stronger than you, but if you know what you're doing better than he does, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, you can use his strength against him. So, like. When you feel, it's like the same thing in a boxing match too. But like when you feel, like there's, there's some boxing matches you just couldn't do nothing with that nigga. Like he was just, this level was like this. But wrestling, you feel everything and you just understand it. Like uh, yeah. that shit, especially when it's, especially when you know that you're like the best because a lot of times you're probably the best in your room and you just went up, you just went down South and got your so shit fucked up. Shit, yeah, well, that's, up.
0: That's what happened to Alberta, She went up North, came to the States. And she just happened to run into probably the fuck, not, not probably, but the best 147 women's fighter there is right now. And it, I'm not saying I bet was a bad fighter, but this was, this was a stay-busy fight. She said it was a stay-busy fight, and it showed. It was a stay-busy fight.
1: He stayed busy,
0: I. Then we had our co-main. I mean, shit, we got three knockouts in a row we got to go through. So it was an electric main event here. Fucking MJ Aklamadav versus Ronnie Rios. That Boy, MJ put on a show. We said he needed to get this man out of here. We actually called a boat. I think me and Mark both said like a late round stoppage, ninth and tenth. It was the 12th, so we're off a little bit, but we called the, the late round stoppage. He just put on a show like, Boy, like I still think Fulton's the better boxer as of right now, but he showed me that okay, there's only two, there's no one else in this division. There's only two. I, like, I heard
2: that did, what didn't he hurt his fan or his hand in the fight? Mm-hmm. So, like. To think that he he was doing all that kind of like one arm and like to still go out in the 12th round instead of saying like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna coast it out. I already know I got the the W. Let me go and look forward to the next day. But he went, landed that mean body shot. Shit hurt me watching it. Oh jot, jot his ass. So um, I thought that was pretty good, a great performance, you know. But I'm still putting fault in, you know. I'm going with my boy, Philly boy. So, they they got to make that fight next, though. Got to be.
0: I mean, we still got, like I said, that boy in mandatory hell.
2: Oh, yeah. We fucking I forgot about that shit. We going to see that bit 2027. We got it. <laughs> no,
0: we'll see
1: something.
0: So 2027? <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> Nah, but not augmented up to his shit, i mean definitely got, yeah,
2: they I feel like he definitely showed he's the the those are the top two guys in that in that division
0: and I think you you made a good point where he did hurt his hand, I forgot he hurt his hand until you brought it up, so like for him to go out and not coast and get that k o so yeah I was I'll give him a little bit more credit than I did earlier
2: right that's how that's how I started looking at i mean again i didn't I was even watching that one live but. Watching all the clips and people on Twitter were talking how he hurt his hand. I think early in the fight too. So to go all twelve rounds and box one handed and still get the knockdown—that's pretty impressive.
0: And that boy is still just as quick. All
2: right. All right. yeah. That's the fight to make, man. Clearly, the two best guys are that weight.
0: But then uh, we got our fucking main event right here. Oh, shit. You trying to tell me it's motherfucking BAM time? It's BAM time. That's what everyone in the world got to see, BAM time. Jesse Rodriguez, better known as Bam Bam, getting the eighth round KO over the go to the division. Sarah S- Sissacat, Sora Runvisai. What
2: are y'all thoughts when y'all watched that or saw it? Like, like... Bruh. Bam, man. That boy is the fucking truth. That shit, bruh, watching that blows my mind. How he's, first, he's only 22. To think that he's this skilled and like high, high IQ like that for such a young age. He's only 22, the youngest world champ in the fucking game right now. And bruh, That's just crazy. like work the the angles he's working off he's just constantly putting pressure bro just hook angle hook like bro. he's like running into hugs bro like it, it it's literally to put someone on boxing and to describe the art of boxing bro i would want to show him honestly bro like showing this fight because like this was a master class performance for him to go out there and do what he did he looked like fucking just levels above the Rat King, bro. And like to you, I know he's older and shit, but still, like that man's beat. He has a deep resume, and for Bam to go in there and do that shit like it was nothing, man. I that shit is mind blowing for real. He's different, bro. I I mean, it's the pound for pound list is deep, but
0: very. He he yeah
2: he he's he's got a good argument for that shit too, bro. You can't. You can't hold him off just because two goats of that division took him out.
1: Nah, bro, that shit is beautiful, man. And I respect it to the fullest because that's not his division. Like, mm-hmm. this is not – he went up he, – Eddie Hearn tweeted out. When I seen Eddie Hearn tweet out, there's certain people you can you can retweet in their voice. And the fact that Eddie Hearn sincerely tweeted out, a young man picked up a fight on a week's notice, two weight classes above, wins the championship and then defends his title against the best ever in his division
0: very first we are
1: watching we are watching something we are genuinely witnessing something special and that's what that shit is like and you got to be happy for him you got to because he's so respectful he's so humble he just genuinely takes it one punch at a time and like i fuck with Brett to the fullest and then They're comparing Brother Lomachenko right now. Like, they're saying the way you can take angles and the way you can make you really run into the punch and really get out the way. He's only 22 and he's only going to get better. I'm not just going to throw him, throw him, throw him in the fire with the motherfucking former pound for pound king. But it's like, yo, like, dude is really something special. And just watching, being able to sit down and watch his career, not straying away from the big fights like, it's only gonna get better and better, this is a beautiful thing to watch, I fuck with Brett to the fullest, I can only root for him, bam,
0: bam, bam, and that, bam. like, like, Marcus said in the chat, um, that moment after he gets the stoppage, and he just, like, falls to the floor, and, like, that, the real movie, like, that you can see the, like, he's just a kid doing yeah, what he said to do and he's doing it, and, like,
2: Man, that shit gave me goosebumps when I watched that shit that night, bro. When I seen him hit the ground and was rolling over, right? Uh, fucking Robert Garcia coming in, ah, hugging him and shit. Like, man, that that's, that's special, bro.
1: Michael, oh go Kev. Michael Parsons, the fucking linebacker for the Cowboys, rookie phenomenon, phenom. Said the wisest piece of game he got when he first got to the to the league was the best avail the best ability is availability and bam is living proof
0: of that shit. But yeah, yeah. I don't think uh I could be wrong on this, but I know for at least his last couple of losses and he don't have many losses, but so uh side I don't think he's ever been KO'd. I think all his losses are decision losses. Yeah wow. I don't
2: think he's ever been KO'd. He's the KO guy.
0: Yeah he he wow. does the KOing.
2: <laughs> yeah bro and to think Bam that's not even his weight and he was deciding, like, should I go back down? Should I stay and defend my title? For him to stay out there and knock out the knockout guy, like,
0: fuck, bro. You the truth. And uh, Beautiful. And what do you think he does? Do you think he uh, stays at 115 and maybe fights Chocolatito? Nah, bro, I, I think after this – I mean, he has a couple Because I think he could – I think he should go to 112 and just clean it up and then and just be – just go back to your normal weight class and just show – like, if you're doing this at 115 early, like, you're already rushing yourself, just go clean up and go get those belts, add to your legacy real quick, like a pit stop.
2: The only, the only thing about that, if by the time he does that, Chocolatito might be out of the game by then. He, he's getting on that older side or definitely he won't be, it won't be as respected maybe, but I do feel like, uh, he, Ch- Chocolatito is going to get that trilogy with, uh, Strada. So I feel like maybe Bam fights the winner of that and maybe he could go back down and wait, or, you know, go down in the meantime. <laughs> until that fight happens, the trilogy, and then fight the winner of that one. But I feel like, when he beats those guys, or even one of those guys, Estrada or Chocolatito, man, that's the passing of the torch officially. After like the four uh, horsemen in that division, like that Bam is really gonna gonna be the king of those those weights, man. It's just crazy the things he's doing. He he really is like Lomachenko the way he can move and bruh, and he's doing it at 22. He's this is not even his prime. This is probably like his warm up. He doesn't even probably got his, like, man strength. I know he's little and all, but still, he's
1: going he's gonna to get stronger, too. I look I look at the Chocolatito situation, and I think, do that shit, man. You're already there. You're already there. You can make history, get the winner, get the winner of the uh, Chocolatito Estrada fight. But, like, I feel like it's tough to stay at, because he's not even a 112. Isn't he technically a 108? Yeah, it's like 108. Yeah, that's tough. I couldn't even do that my second year in high school. So, like, that's a really tough way to stay at. And then He's after, so little,
2: though, bro. That shit looks funny.
1: <laughs> but then after being being able to, like, show that you got power and you, you still have power, you can keep up with 115s, I'll look at him like, yo, bro, try to make history. Like, if you lose the belt, go back down. Nobody's going to say nothing. But, like, try to make – it's like you can try to keep the O for show. Sure, but he's looking like he's not straying away from the big fights. He's gonna he's only gonna come with the pressure. He's gonna be and he's proud of himself more than anybody else is. So like I and then his camp with Robert Garcia and the boys, like Mikey Garcia and all them boys, like they bring dogs out of that entire camp. So like, I feel like him just staying at one fifteen, cleaning up the division, cleaning up the division, and then deciding like, should I go down to one twelve and see what's going on? Or maybe, maybe do like a Canelo and fight both or something and really like show that like you're probably one of the best. Be definitely the best young talent we've best best young pro well not a prospect if you're a champion but the best young talent we've ever seen we've seen we've seen and then like try to to start really making name for yourself in the symmetric legacy of these lighter weights definitely I'd love to see him do some shit like that but I just don't think he should go back down next because like you got the momentum the business is coming bitches like enjoy that shit.
0: Yeah he could he has the WBO champ is loca. Then you, uh, Chocolatito and then, uh, Estrada. I think those are like the three big names at 115 right now.
2: Estrada yeah, and Chocolatito, I think, are supposed. I be wrong, but they're supposed to be doing their trilogy next because that trilogy got canceled. Estrada's got-
0: next fight is a. Uh, this is a real fun fact: is Joshua Franco, the regular champ at uh, WBO okay. regular champ, Joshua Franco and Bam Rodriguez are brothers. Yeah. That's a little fun fact. I, the, he's a fucking world... I mean, he's about to go fight Estrada, to, but he's a champion in 115 himself. Nah, but his
2: brother... I've
1: heard about it, dude. I did not know they were brothers. That's
2: crazy. That's crazy. I
0: didn't
1: know they were in the same weight class. Nah, but that's crazy as fuck. Like, so he's definitely going to go back down.
0: The yeah. fight that I want to see is my boy... We, we covered him in the Triple G Murata fight, and he was the co-main event, and it was Juko Nakatana and he was the WBO flyweight champ he's 112 but he's big he's going to be moving up to 115 soon and he's the one i want to see with bam just cuz he's like he, he's a legitimate fucking talent himself and that was supposed to be the fight in 112 and now that he's out now that uh he's not even in those weight uh, bam's not even in those weight class people still want to see the fight so we'll just have to wait to see what happens with that
2: yeah. All I know is Bam is going to be a future pound for pound fucking star, bro. Maybe oh, not yeah.
0: star because he's in
2: his wake. I feel like he won't get as much respect as he should, but he's going to be in those top five pound for pound one day.
0: Oh, yeah. Sure. And especially if he ever has to run into like a NUA or something and he's on the top 10 and they and he maybe he beats, you know, like those type of fights happen and that would be his way to get into the top five or. Estrada and then we're in the top 10 for a little while. So,
2: Chocolate Cheetah was they had some people would have him like top three at some point, like a few years back.
0: Shit. Uh, All right, but now we uh we got to talk a little bit about this UFC car going on though. We we dug in, we broke down the boxing, we had three great KOs. Bam Bam, we haven't wrote his name down or haven't don't know the name yet. Fucking no, that boy's gonna be the truth. Go watch. In the UFC world, boys, we had fucking... I'm not going to lie. This was deep with prospects. Like, like the three prospects we're going to talk about in this fight... Well, four, technically, because main event was both prospects. But the four prospects we're going to talk in this uh, card, they were fucking... They put on a fucking performance.
1: Nah, this was a great... This card, low-key, got me in fucking trouble because I, ca- I tuned into the fight so fucking late because of this card. I'm not going to say how late because you saw how good my take was. But, motherfucking, that shit was late.
0: <laughs> Fucking, well, if you came in late, hopefully you did because we all were twisted on fight night. So, we all had a, we had a little bit of recovering to do and finding out.
1: I was upset because I, I was wide the fuck awake. Like, it's just crazy. You know, my sleepy ass. <laughs> like, the whole time watching this UFC card, like, what the fuck is this nigga with the wolf hat? Hold on. Oh Rock-a-Dot. you think he killed the wolf himself? i um,
0: probably did but he, uh, they they do this thing now that's like uh humanizing the fighters and they, a reporter asked him like 10 20 questions like basic shit and he was like what's your favorite animal and he's like oh it's the horse because i guess Kazakhstan like the horses are all over the place you see Shevchenko riding horses all the time so yeah. And Ramanov said horses. And it was like, what's your favorite meal? And he said, it was horse meat. (laughs) It was just like, I can't. Any person whose favorite animal, they they kill and eat. And that's their favorite food. That's a different savage.
1: Yeah, I do fuck with chickens. Uh,
0: uh, The other dog, before we talked that one, we had Norman. uh, Norman Madoff, Umar, the cousin uh, of Habib. uh, And... Shit, bro, an animus decision doesn't do it justice. One judge had a 25-30, another judge had a 26-30, and another one had a 27-30, but, like, 25-30, you never see. Dog's that means going all crazy. three of the rounds, or, yeah, I think all three of the rounds, or two of the rounds was a 10-8. Two of those rounds were
2: my fault, boys.
0: Oh no, you Gucci man.
1: I
2: was going crazy.
0: Oh no, you're nah. good. Jen. I deal with the same thing. But did y'all get to see that boy that's fucking manhandled that boy Nate Manis?
1: Oh, nice. that's a fucking
0: crucial.
1: Oh my gosh, let me see the let me see the numbers of takedowns we got on this motherfucker. Because this a, it was bad because like. He was so nice with his wrestling that there was nothing you could do about it. There was a point in time where a attempted to do a shot and he got two underhooks and threw his ass. And I was like, I was like, these motherfuckers are a different breed. Like, that's some real Greco-Roman shit right there. Like,
0: what? He threw that one fucking, like, karate head kick, like, straight down the pipes. Like, it came in like a fucking jab. I was like, she- and it landed right on the chin. <laughs> it, was, it was like, sheesh.
2: That's crazy. There's
0: here's the stat I saw right here. So significant strikes, Omega met off 74 out of 100. 74% pretty good. Significant strikes, Manis landed two out of 20. <laughs> <laughs> That's just
1: how Well, I it landed two. two. And I bet you one of them was like during a shot or something. Like
0: just caught him slipping like while he was doing something.
2: Right, like he was one body shot,
0: one head shot.
2: Oh, it was a body shot too That's crazy He
0: only really went Once a different Strike to the face 10 minutes, 10 and a half minutes Of controlled time From the mega off. And you know It's crazy It's crazy that people Don't like to see shit like that
1: I, I, I'm not gonna lie I like to see me Get his ass whooped um, and Anyway If there's a motherfucker getting his ass whooped, I would love to watch Sign greatest. me up Like so pull, I'm pulling up The ass whooping I'm there and like, don't get me wrong, I think bro probably is a good fighter. He just ran into a motherfucking a future champion. And like Beesh. that happens, that happens. But like, whew, how do you feel about bro future dog? Bro is a fucking issue.
0: Shit, what we we're saying yeah. about Bam being a future pound for pound, that's what normally matter Like that when I said he was yeah. the bees resting with fucking kickboxing legs. I wasn't I'm making that camp, man.
2: When you got when you got them dogs around you, you're gonna be a different type of beast.
1: And you know Khabib don't fucking play. You ever see those fight videos? You know, like practice videos, they'll be sitting there like he'll be like, don't fucking bitch you. If you fucking bitch, that need. <laughs> and i have be obviously and I'm just thinking about like, yo, this video's been going on for like a minute and a half, and like he is not letting them put their feet down. Like, what's what's wrong with you? Like their, their cores are burning.
0: That's how you get those gas tanks at, like, Khabib and them. They're like, he says, like, I, my favorite thing is to take grown men into the deep waters and watch them drown. That's what he said about him and his fighting. He's like, that's my favorite. Because he would go into the fourth and fifth round, and people would be so gassed, and he's just talking to him at that point, like, full he, speed. He, like
1: He told him you need to quit, buddy. You need to quit. That's different.
0: Then we had another Subaru I hit on him, Rachmanov boy, Neil Magny. He ain't no slouch, but rockmana really—he, I wouldn't say he completely outclassed him, but you could tell there was levels in that fight.
1: I, I wouldn't say he outclassed him. I think he just—the term I would use is he got him out of there. Yeah, he just—he got him out of there because that was some real like. He wasn't like it wasn't like yo, bro, was trash or nothing. It was some real deal. Like, yeah, bro, I'm, I really do this. You got to go. Like, right? I, mean, I feel yeah. like man, he out. From with the
2: clips I was watching, man, dude was just out thinking him, bro. I feel like he was like three steps ahead of every single move. And I was like, fuck, dude, really might be the truth. Bro, that's a fucking problem. And just and like had- I felt like he was just he had- like two steps ahead of every, every every move, he was just ahead.
1: And he advised
2: with a guillotine. Imagine you just getting your lap. And the way he got into the guillotine, bro, that like you could just tell that he's a very he has a very high IQ in in his sport, bro. It's just, that shit's cool to see, and like you can tell, you can he displayed it, so that's pretty fun He's to watch. So
0: scary because he was beating him on the feet, and he could beat you on the ground. That's why, like he,
2: bro, he had him. The clip I seen, bro, he had him. Dude would come in with a jab, he would let him throw it, pop, popping with his, and popping straight in the middle of the face with a jab. I was like, damn, that's like some smart boxing.
0: But, and he's so like calculate like, sick. You don't go sixteen and zero with sixteen finishes, and like you already have four fights in the UFC all finishes and different styles, choking people out, getting crazy head kicks, and taking like taking souls out of people. I'm just like, I'm happy he got to fight a top ten person because he he's no one else. They were saying he was saying prior to this, no one outside of the top ten would even like want to fight him. And he was unranked. So, like, he was just like, how am I going to get ranked if no one wants to fight me? So, Neil Magny, shout out to him. He stepped in. Gilbert Burns stepped up for Neil Magny. And he was like, see, these are people who weren't afraid to take the fight. They, they like, other people aren't taking this fight because they know who Rockman Should have been afraid.
1: But not. It's real <laughs> shit, though. Like, it's real shit. And,
0: and Neil Magny's a solid ten, him. Solid top ten guy. We just saw someone who is gonna be a top five guy. Like and it was a different level. Yeah, no, nah, that you get, bro
2: just his his thinking, man. That shit blew my mind where you just there, look ahead.
1: I just look at there's some people that are just genuinely gifted at this shit. The, everybody in the, the, the Mega Medoff camp. And motherfucking like breath is just genuinely gifted. So it's just like, who's he going to fight next after this? Because he called out um, some dude named Wonderboy. Who that he,
0: is? he called out Steven Thompson, Wonderboy. He's old, but he is higher ranked than him. He's like seven, I think. Uh, Then he yeah, called out he, Nate. Oh, no, he called out Nick Diaz, who's like 40. I don't think he meant to call out him. I think he meant to call out Nate. And I think that's just because he's a big name. He'll get all eyes on him if he beats him in that fight, which he would – and then the other guy was another, like, old fighter. And everyone's like, why did you call out all these old people? But in reality – oh, was it Ma- – no, it wasn't Masvidal. But uh, people uh, people were standing up for him. Like, the people he called out have bigger platforms than him. So, like, if he beats them on a big stage, of course, he like, he benefits. He knows he's going to win those fights.
2: Yeah, those are all fights he knows he can win, and he'll give him clout.
0: And, like, that's the one thing he's missing. In my opinion, that's the only – if this was someone else who could talk on the mic and it was 16-0 with 16 finishes coming into the U.S. and, like, dismantling people in the way he has, I think there would have been a bigger talks about the guy. But he's just real quiet. He doesn't speak English. Yeah, I know. That's the when I say. You want to become a star in, like, these big promotions, you got to learn English. Like, a, like a lot of people learn that when they get into the business. Look at
2: Canelo. Canelo
1: started talking and everyone made memes of him. <laughs> it's true, anyway. but okay. guys I, I, I like the like motherfucking um I don't know, I like the translator, but I'm a weirdo, I'm a weirdo. But like I like the translators. I feel like it's like a I feel like they should make connections with their translators. Like your translator shouldn't be somebody that you got from the UFC. I feel like once you start getting to a point where you get a little be your mama. Like, you should, you should get a translator that can really, like, know what you're trying to say, you feel me? Not like, the
0: like, clean peel, like, your angry translator. Like it's Yeah. I want to get on the mic and be like, he's saying in his very respectfully, like, it was a very nice opponent. I want to fight whoever comes next. And the guy on yeah, the man, mic man, is like, that. he called fuck everyone bitches. bitches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man.
2: It's hey, like calling
0: like, people out. I don't, and pretty much, I'm trying, I'm pretty much just um
1: selling myself, because I'll take the job, you feel me? I'll let the boys know, i I'll go try to start everybody except Connor. Like, Connor got it. But, motherfucking motherfucker, I'll try to start anybody you need, man. Masvidal, gotcha. Covington,
0: easy. You saw, Jamiah. you saw Connor McGregor kill Masvidal. I sent it in the <laughs> group He said, I can't remember what he said, but he said, Not,
1: Mas, Masvidal would, um, He's like, if Conor wanted to fight me, he would just say something or about me or like my camp or my wife or my mom or something like that. He tried to insult me, and then McGregor said, He, he called him a he called he first off, loser. He called, yeah, he said you losing Me and your mom are me and your mom are cool. And I was like, this <laughs> is
0: it's real. It's, it's like y'all get verbal arguments with the goat on the mic. No, nah, he genuinely. I'll
1: never forget this. I was watching The Ultimate Fighter the year he was um, a coach, season twenty-two, I believe, and. Somebody said I never knew there was a comeback to this. He said something um your favor was like you think and I never knew that you could there was a comeback to that. He goes, Yeah, I do think. And just looked at the nigga. And I was just like, wow. So I wrote smooth, that dude. down. Well, I did not know there was a comeback for that.
2: Nah, right, Condor is yeah. a fucking twirl, bro. I love that man. That's my god, brody. So that, fucking dude. that is
0: my dog. I don't know if you remember this, Kev, but it was like a few episodes back where we were talking UFC, and you were like, why do you think it's getting better, all that stuff? And I think, honestly, I, I thought I was laying down last night and I thought about it. I was like, it's because all these new people that have been coming in these past few years and become champs and all that, they're like, back in the day like 10 years ago everybody was a specialist like you had your bjj specialist the, the kickboxers like and then the, once they get there they kind of learn how to defend take that like they learn the other things as they get there nowadays people are coming in like like fucking swiss army knives and their bag is deep but like they can do the ground if you want to go to the ground let's go to the ground you want to stand let's stand and that's why it's making all these fights entertaining because now you're not just getting like like the kickboxer versus wrestling, the sport you know is him.
2: elevating.
0: Yeah, now That's... you got two people at high levels on both sides of the field that can do everything.
2: Yeah, and there's gyms that train everything now. Back then, they didn't have
1: that. Yeah, they didn't have no fucking what you had to. I remember the the most the most UFC motherfucker I knew was Christian, and Christian he what he would do is he would practice wrestling at school. He would go. He would go box after um after after wrestling practice and then he um i want to say he already did taekwondo like five years before that so like that was that was his way of doing that and then like he would if he was to start doing mma he was gonna well i think he might have had a few fights in mma i can't remember but he was he would mix them all in the ring though like that's when he would mix that shit up
0: you don't really ever train it because there's no... Was, yeah, that's why I think we're getting, like, these real high-level fights. Like, Gilbert Byrne versus Chamaev. Like, it really was. Like, they did everything on the high-level. It's the ground game, the fucking the stand-up. Like, I think everyone who's top 10 now, you have to be able to have both sides of the back. And that brings me into the main event because these are two fighters who... Not only did they have elite ground game, which they showcased, but they could stand up and bang with people too. But Armin Sarukin versus – I can't I don't know I see his first name, but Gamrot. We had Gamrot winning by decision, unanimous decision, 48-47 across the board. And what a lot of people think that – a lot of people walking out of there thought Sarukin won. Let me hear y'all's thoughts.
1: First off, Charles Sonny, I always have to come back to this is my favorite quote from him. He said we can do two things. We can talk about how great the fight was, or we can bitch about the decision. But we can't do both. So
0: what are we doing? We can do both. I'll just say, who do you thought won? But it was and we could talk the ground game, because that's this was if you if like this was a lot of people complain about ground stuff, but these were two elite wrestlers, grapplers, whatever
1: you want to call them. See, but here's my favorite part. I always add that, but we finna do both today. Motherfucking. That was the best wrestling I've seen since, like, the 2012 Olympics. Like, I am genuinely, like, was genuinely, like, in awe for a because I was like, I didn't know they'd do this here. Like, the scrambles. Because the rule number one to scrambling is you don't ever stop moving. The person that stops moving first loses first every time, no matter what. So the way that they were just rolling and rolling and the flexibility, there was at one point I swear Braz Knee was like, my elbow was here, this is Braz Knee, like like just and brush just standing up. Like there's just things that you're not supposed to be able to do, and their fight styles, the way they were able to match each other so well. I think no matter what, I feel like they should both go up in the rankings. And I can't get mad about the decision because I was just, because I thought it was a tie every fucking round, damn me. I feel like there were some more strikes in the first two, and so <laughs> I I went for Sarukian because I thought he was going to win the wrestling fight because I liked the wrestling style, but it was just like I feel like the wrestling style was like there was more, he was winning the strikes and then um, Homie Gamrock was who got, the dub, who got the dub through the wrestling in the last three rounds but like That was masterful. That was genuinely a class that you just don't get to see all the time. Like, I can't. I really pray they put that as a free fight, too. And, like, it upsets me because every fucking week, Paul, Paul, they wasn't even in the stadium. They was at the Apex.
0: Apex. chilling. No fans needed.
1: No fans needed. I'm still going to give you a fight of the year, Kennedy.
0: What? Super high level. And, like, I agree with Kev. I think Saryukian had the better stand-up. He was winning in those changes. He got that one knock, that spinning back fist fucking knockdown. That didn't get called knockdown, I don't believe. It, like, it didn't get marked. That's what. That was another reason a lot because the commentators didn't even, like, in the moment, they didn't really react to it either. So they don't even know if that really got, got, got like, judged or, or like, like, did they think he slipped. Like, so – that was another reason why a lot of people thought who, who were on Saryuki's side thought maybe he – uh not get cheated, but just, like, it was a great what, fight. What but round did he get in? I want to say that was, like – it wasn't the final rounds. I want to say it was, like, the second or third round he got that spin. I going to say if
1: it was the third round, then he might have got speed. But if he did it in the first – I can't remember. I do remember that shit, but I can't remember what round he did it.
0: And, a Gamrot, like, a, a vet that knows how to play it off. Like, he just hit the floor and is immediately – I don't do know, he probably was still woozy when he hit the floor and just immediately, like, jumped at him. Oh, yeah. Like, grabbed his legs type shit and, like, he went woozy? for, like, a takedown. Like, he, he didn't just lay there. He didn't just, like, show everybody he got knocked down. Like, you know, when people – like, in basketball, someone might sell a flop in a very crucial moment. You can't. Hey, you got. Don't hate the pl- uh, Don't hate the player. Hate the game, boy. Like that's how it
1: was. My question is right. I don't think because the fact that like we had a conversation over which di- which division was the deepest, right? Paul, you said welterweight, correct? That's on um, K- Kamara Usman, Covington, and all the boys.
0: Mm-hmm. I on. said
1: I said one thirty five, but it might be lightweight. Oh, like and, like when it comes to like if you were to put. 1 to 15, 1 to 15 beef, boom, 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 boom. Like, I really think it might be like, because like, these dudes aren't even in the top 10 for real. And like, they're just, nobody's going to want to fight them because they're not going to gain anything. And motherfucking, um, it's the, they're both issues all over the place. Like, and they don't stop. Oh, that that are on a different level. So like, I think the only thing you can do is just run this fight back. Let me see it one more time. Or do we wait and see it more when it matters a little bit more, maybe when it's for another contender fight? Or like, what do we do? But I'm not gonna lie, I'm not satisfied. I'm not I need it again. I, I I
0: need it. I would want it again, but I would doubt I doubt they run it again just because uh I feel like Gamera gets his dub and he wants to. He's a little older. Like he is a little older. I think he wants to go on and get like challenge for the belt because he was double champ over there. He's probably thinking this was just like a tune-up fight type shit for my championship here in the UFC. And uh
2: Yeah, they probably won't run it back but so Aruki and States like he higher. just
0: he ran into Islam first and now he ran into this. So but like, he manhandles all the other competition that we've seen go up against him.
1: Oh, better from it.
0: But Aryukian's young. Like he he's still young in his career, so like he's gonna be here for a minute. Whereas Gamrot is like a little older. Man, my dog finna go out on an older bear. But when you talk about the deepness of weight classes, all three of the classes you named were that were fought on this card. So you had Saryukin and Gamrot for the lightweights. Rock Monoff is a welterweight that uh, now he's gonna be. Now he, I think he moved up to the tenth in the welterweights after beating Neil Magny, and then. uh Umar and Omega is a 135er. So he's gonna have to be seeing Peter Yan and Sterling pretty soon. So like all three of those, and he was unranked coming into this fight. So like that's how deep those three classes are.
1: Mm.
2: Um, that's that like UFC shit, man. They're deep everywhere.
0: Let's see. Uh oh, damn. I fucking dropped my feet. No, but uh I will say, excellent fight. I won't say no one got cheated or anything. I think it really was a flip of a coin. It's not one of those losses, right? I'm sitting there, where I have no... I don't see how Gamrot won. Like, I could see why judges thought he won. What's up, Cam? Um,
1: so, since I was doing research, you feel me? Motherfucking... They said there's a new scoring system. They said the scoring system is probably... Um, one um a reason why this um the fight kind of went the way it did what you know about that? Is there some new criteria that we got to look into?
0: It might be referring to because I know when Shevchenko won on that card and there was another fight that happened where the person took the back but didn't do any damage and they uh and I know they've been saying that uh the judges have been uh Judging like uh, ground control, not as much if you're not doing damage. If you have to be continually doing damage while having ground control, otherwise they're not going to count. Like you, someone, you could control them for four minutes, but the other person stand up for a minute and did some work. You didn't do much work on the ground for four minutes, even though you had them, other person won. So hey, that,
1: that is the Shevchenko fight.
0: So that's what they've been doing recently, but I didn't know it was like a, a, an official change in the rule book. I thought it was more of like the judges have changed the way they're judging kind of thing, like a word on the street.
1: We'll look, we'll look into it and have it ready for no more for the next episode. But like, I was looking at that and I was like, huh, niggas out here doing new shit.
0: It wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't make sense on why these. I'm over here saying, everybody like, brother, he got him for four minutes on the ground. how he lose? That makes sense. I'm not caught up probably. Let's see up now. But anything else y'all got on this card or anything y'all want to speak on? Even boxing, if y'all had something y'all wanted to pop up before we dip out,
1: Gregor Mayweather
0: on it. Jake Paul,
1: they say say your man's Tommy Fury doesn't trying to go get his visa. What's up?
0: I heard he got, I heard he's not allowed to have a visa. No, his daddy isn't. No, I heard, I just saw a report. I saw the dad one like two days ago, but then like today. It, or yesterday or today, I think it was today. It was like Tommy Fury banned entry into United States uh, due to connection with blah blah blah. Whatever the home that that cartel dude is.
1: They yeah. said his lawyers, from what I heard, they said his lawyers because Tyson Fury can fight here in um U S in, in the in the good old USA, but um they said his look they said his lawyers. There's no action from brother. There's no communication. Because if that's the case, they would. They could say something. They could say, it. "I said, there's no communication. It's a lot of talk. There's a lot of this, a lot of that, but nothing's getting done, man." And I'm not gonna lie, I seen Jake Paul. Bro, look like he in shape. I don't know. This is probably gonna be his biggest test. And Eddie Hearn was on the MMA Hour. He said, pretty much, Jake Paul's brand is on winning. If this man, he has to continue winning. <laughs> like, if he were to able to beat dude after not to through all this running around and shit, that would look nice for me because. It'll look nice for him, He can't go to the UK and fight because they don't have
0: fifteen
2: mil for him. Yeah, that's true. They won't. He won't be able to sell out. I saw that
0: fifteen mil. I knew Jake Paul. Would. Like that was something where you say, like, whenever it was been said, if I fight Canelo type shit, like you know, he's just saying it to say it.
1: I think it's true because
2: Breck had two mil and nobody. But the thing is he, he, he won't be able to I mean I guess he probably could, but it won't be the same sell as if he was I wanna he, say
0: I was shocked because I saw that the the his thriller card against Woodley he only sold like sixty thousand cells. Like I thought it sold a lot more. And uh I feel like my honest opinion is like the reason why Jake Paul's like running as like going as hard as he is, is because like he don't have a backup fighter. And it's he, got, he, got, Fury he got can't a fight. Time. For whatever reason, even he backs out for even if he's fucking sick or whatever. Like Jake Paul's money's all into this. Like he's backed his shit into like he, he like, and that happens in boxing all the time. That's why they say that's why promoters are the promoters because they're okay with moving the shit another week down the line, a month down nah, the line. Jake, that boy, Jake Paul
2: is, that boy is a smart, smart fucking businessman. He might be one of the smartest fucking businessman boxers right now because. He's making moves right now, and he's trying to get this fight because he knows he needs this fight for the fans. He needs he he needs it for his record and all that type of shit for his skills. But I think he he has to
1: stay relevant.
2: Yeah, that and he needs to fight a real boxer. And like this is like an easy test, not like an easy. What te- technically it is an easy test because Jit's not all that either. So
0: his name but he is
2: a real boxer he's been around the boxing game so technically he'll be able to shut a lot of people up with that and look on to the next but he's trying everything he can to get this man to fight but he's like pretty much begging fucking tommy fury to come over here he's like literally begging on social media so hopefully that shit pops off because man i wanted to see jake paul do good because and i think this fight you'll be you'll you'll see his skill set get better each time he goes in the ring so That's why I respect him. You'll see him get better, so you know he's working. You don't just get better, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's obviously working to be getting better, so I hope it happens.
1: I respect, bro, because after watching that Woodley fight, the first one, and I seen, like, he wasn't ready to take that punishment. and He wasn't ready. Like, he was, like, he wasn't wasn't ready for that, and he genuinely looked like he was uh, important to look like he was about to die. So, like the fact that he continued and like you can say what you say about the other wooden fight it might have been fixed might not have been don't, don't matter niggas got paid at the end of the day and maybe before today you don't know but um motherfucking but to see him continually trying to continue going back in there after doing that because he could just dip and said alright I did it it was cool everybody fucked with it I can slide but now he's doing it because it's he, he probably genuinely enjoys boxing the sport of boxing motherfucker mm-hmm. motherfucking he got the paycheck. He got the paycheck, and it builds his brand by crazy amounts. And even if he has a sixty thousand sale type thing, motherfucking, I bet you there are so many sponsorships and so many people that are trying to be a part of it just because of the social media presence it has. He got a
2: Showtime deal now. That's crazy. He's 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 he moved on from the trailer stuff. He on the the Showtime.
1: That's big stage. No, I should gangster, but like to see that. That's like okay. Like really
0: do that. But how do you feel? I think he honestly will beat Tommy Fury. I think he's just, he's. I would say he's he's up there with Mayweather when it comes to picking his opponents. Like he he knows the like he knows who to pick. That that's name I can beat them. And I'm not saying he's not like I'm never. I used to say he'll never win a title for real. Like because he would have to uh, fight at yeah. cruiserweight, and he, Usyk is murdering him before he ever takes those belts. And. uh, uh.
1: No, that's not even in the question. That's yeah, even...
0: but he, he's a good boxer, like he trains hard. Like he does, I, he has the best trainers around him. He has the money to actually tra- like afford to do 24-7 boxing when he does. He doesn't have to worry about like paying nothing. Like he just does it.
1: And he goes all the way out to Puerto Rico
0: to do it. And he goes 120. Like he also is a great athlete. People can hate all you want, but like he's a great athlete. He can do that. And then so, I think he, 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 I always like, I uh, said, like, I thought he could beat Woodley. I thought he could definitely beat D- Nate Robinson. Like, everyone up to this point, um, I thought he could beat Tyson Fury. I was like, not t- Tommy Fury. I'm like, again, like, this is like somebody who's still probably, I don't wanna say amateur, but like on this undercard of people on the very first fight on the undercard, like fighting against like plumbers across, the, like plumbers from a different country. Like, he doesn't, he's not fine. No, he's nothing like, that I think, like I think, they're honestly around the same level. But Jake Pauls takes boxing for real, whereas Tommy Fury's kind of does, kind of. You
2: know, he just wants
0: and he's chilling with Jake, his the thing about Jake
1: Paul. Man, he ain't got the fame.
0: So I the, think Jake wins it. That but not only does he want, I just think he's kind of backed himself into the corner with this fight, and I don't know what's gonna happen if. Tommy can't fight. Like, there's, there's Jake Paul's money in that, and he's, like, this. like, he's going to take an L. Hey, I, I'll
1: take I'll a take hey
2: fight. got boys, um. I got I to gotta get out of here. I got to walk this guy before he spazzes. Uh, yeah, right. Hey, man, to cut y'all off, this boy is about to go crazy.
1: Hell uh, yeah, it's about that time, man.
2: Hey, man, we're going to hop back on the Jake Paul cause. Yeah, no, that's my guy. So I, I'm gonna back him up all the time, bro. That boy's gonna be a—he's gonna be. I mean, he ain't gonna be nothing crazy, but boys, he's nice at boxing, bro. And he fought with the sport. He takes it more serious than a lot of pros right now, and I put money on that for real.
1: And, and he businessman, man. I like—I like to see the business. I love the business. But if he does—but if he does lose, I'd be like, damn. But hey, man. Mark has got a walking dogs. I gotta get something to eat. Paul gotta to go to condition his hair. So we're gonna nice catch boys It's been a totally Black blitz podcast. And if you didn't know, I don't mind telling you and the motherfucker next to you that you're the beer. the problematic. Get the light beam
2: on me ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting then my gang got too? So this ain't not new Get it is not the medicines we've been on that rock star regimen knowing that I'm having
0: higher than I ever been
1: i got a problem with